0: You're listening to Unbottled, episode nine, where we're going to talk about empowerment. Let's go. What's up, guys? What's up? Uh, how y'all doing today? I'm um, feeling like I'm having a great day. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but nice. It's been a been a solid day today. Good. Got a lot of things that I'm getting ready to get done. Um, but let me first off introduce myself. It's your boy J Rose, aka Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> like I did that. <laughs> I like how you did that. Yeah. Nice. Try so to get you gotta to embrace it, man. Yeah, you got You just you gotta. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I've was, I was, I've come to notice that a lot of people start calling me Jordan now that I've said that on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> his, his, his eyes <laughs> have been open. So my eyes have been my eyes have been open to the truth. Yeah. Um, we got to my left. Who who I got to my left?
1: Um, yeah, it's your boy Demarcus, aka Granty's hands, aka Power Up. Ooh, power up okay nice but, with the look. empowerment theme oh yeah oh Yo, you
2: didn't even realize i, I didn't Man, wow dang. even more of a genius <laughs> and uh, i'm fanny
0: to my right i got t T-A. T-A. T-A? t a I, t i don't know Teachers i mean I was, th- I was also thinking <laughs> when you were talking about how you said that you went with nathan i forgot that your whole full name is nathaniel
2: i do i forget that too <laughs>
0: I, I never I knew that. Did I ever, have I ever told you the story? No. No, no, I was driving in the car and I was like, "His name is actually." I was like, "Why? Why do he call himself Nathan?" And then I was like, "Wait, his whole name is Nathaniel." Yeah, <laughs> you like, had that moment, <laughs> yes like, What? The? Yeah, yeah, I was like, this I was crazy." I didn't so know
1: that. The, the
2: brief story is that when my parents were naming me, my dad had a rule that he couldn't name any of his kids the same name as someone else he knew, and he knew Nathaniel at the time. My mom loved that name. That's a longer story, but. Uh, I had an older brother who passed away and his name was Jonathan and that translates from Hebrew as gift of God. So she wanted to name uh, her next child kind of after him with a slightly different variation. Nathaniel also means gift of God. And so does Theodore, my brother. <laughs> so we're all gifts of God Wow! in honor of my brother, Jonathan. So she was really adamant about that name, but my dad was like, we can call him that, but I mean, that can be his, his name, but we have to call him something else, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he did some, and my dad's not known for being creative, but deep in there, it comes out, you know? And what he said is he said, well, let's take the first two letters off and the last two letters off. And that ends with Thani and Thani in Arabic, he's Lebanese, native language, Arabic means second. I'm the second born in my family. Wow, that's dope. Wow. that's and ever since i was born i've never gone by nathaniel at any point except for like in class when a teacher doesn't bother to learn <laughs> that my <laughs> name is danny is you know i answered nathaniel but you know i'm, I'm danny you know I, I even considered at some point just changing it officially because yes yeah. you know, you know. But
1: did you in class did you like can you
2: call me no i was too shy oh okay definitely middle school i didn't I went by Nathaniel in middle school from most people because I was too scared to tell them that I didn't want to go by Nathaniel, (laughs) (laughs) that that nobody called me Nathaniel. So in middle school from like sixth to seventh grade, eighth grade, I got a little bit, you know, bolder, but, but sixth through seventh grade, I was just incredibly quiet and shy and, and I was Nathaniel and Nathan at church. I was a little bit more bold there but yeah. Uh, but yeah I, there was a couple year gap where I missed being called Fanny yeah,
1: but cause you, you could be just like um, yeah my name's Nathaniel but you can call me you know yeah
2: I usually introduce the way I introduce myself now is my name's Danny. it's like Danny but with a T-H it's H- short for Nathaniel if that's easier yeah, yeah and most people are impressed enough by the uniqueness
0: of Danny that they just like uh, J- Jordan is short for J-Rose you know? <laughs> <laughs> And we <laughs> It's gonna <laughs> stick. No, I'm just kidding. Uh yeah. Well, gotta meet the unbottled crew. Um gonna pass it off to my my boy, DeMarcus, aka D. Grant these hands for some amazing announcements. What you got today, bro? So
1: man, today, um man, we just kind of just wanna just really just re reliberate
2: reiterate
0: reiterate 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 is it
1: Reese's or Reese's (laughs) we did have a great conversation
0: uh, on 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 that uh, that we do often on our bottle openers where we talked about our cookie flavors and then it derailed because apparently I'm saying Reese's wrong and it's supposed (laughs) to be Reese's but I don't So, if you're
2: interested in that riveting conversation that I know has deep impacts on your life, ninety nine point nine (laughs)
0: nine percent people, except for the two people that I'm on a podcast with, call it Reese's, and I call it well, wait, or call it Reese's.
2: Let me. We'll add this as a poll (laughs) in Spotify. (laughs) We have
0: the poll option, and we're gonna we're gonna list those two options. How
2: do you pronounce? Guarantee Reese's or Reese's, and we'll see what happens. People come with me
0: with the Reese's pieces. All right,
1: man. Well, um, We'll see what happens. Yeah, I just wanted to refresh. You guys in mind that we kinda of been going for a good solid month now. Um and that's been that's great. I mean, that is like we said last time, that's a good accomplishment. Great accomplishment. Right. By the time
2: this episode comes out, we'll have been doing it for over two months now.
1: Yeah. Oh. So Wow. So we just re okay. Two
0: re-upping.
1: Yeah. two months in. So that's always good. Um, And we surpassed 100 followers on all social media platforms. That's bam, combined. Bam, bam, bam. Combined. All, yeah. all
0: combined. Because right now, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If y'all um, want to, you know, just keep racking them thing up. We can be at 100 <laughs> followers on one account. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Whether it's Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify. We really want people on Spotify. We need the We need them streams. So yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. The main, that's the main thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, Spotify is our... We can say our golden apple. Sure. sure. (laughs) Um, And so one announcement, this is kind of bittersweet, but um, Danny is leaving to Lebanon.
0: Yeah, you're leaving pretty soon, aren't you?
1: Pretty soon.
2: Yeah, well, by the time that this episode airs,
1: I will be Be on a plane, I think, or have just gotten, just landed.
0: You'll be up in the air.
1: 12 hours? Yeah. Eight, oh, you said eight hour time
2: difference? Well, it's about an eight hour time difference. The total transit usually takes me about 20 hours. So that's almost a full day of flying. Wow. And this time I'm flying through um, uh, Dubai. No, yeah,
0: Dubai, which you I've know, never flown you're through. You're not stopping? Are y'all, y'all stopping? Or is it like Continue.
1: Oh, the airline oh, is called from Dubai. From Dallas to, to
0: Dubai,
2: straight shot. It's like 18 hours. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Are you, then, are you, do
0: you have a layover at any time or is it just Yeah, like, I'll oh, stay in Dubai fine. for should, 2 hours and then fly to oh, London. You won't have time. I, I never, say you won't have time to get out that journey. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ride I can't do layovers expensive car. <laughs> You yeah. you surpass
2: 3 hours and it's hell, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Unless I was staying there for like at least a week. Yeah. I'm not I'm, hmm. I'm trying to get there. You know, I can't. Do you
1: do you have a neck pillow? Uh, I do, but I don't really use it. I'm like um, for
2: 18 hours. I'm like, man, I got to. What I try to do, and it stopped being a thing after COVID and flights started like paring down how many flights are going out. But it used to be that most of the time, especially when I'm flying like on the off season, there there might be at least one row of like three seats that's empty. And I would just like, like a, like a meerkat, <laughs> in the plane like waiting as people are boarding and i'm like i'm just standing up the whole time just like scanning waiting to really? see where the empty seats are so that like the moment that we seatbelt sign comes on i'm like i dart and i just go land in that space and i i lay down
1: wow
2: uh, or i have to sit until you know until, we're in the yeah. air 10,000 yeah. plus feet or whatever and then but but me and my family all adopted that because we are all chronically ill and need our sleep you know it, yeah. it gets rough yeah. So,
1: well, the only reason I said that is because I saw a video where I think people have been using the negative pillow wrong. So, you know, you clip it in the front. Uh huh. It's really close. Post- Cause, like, oh, so you could you lean know, forward. Yeah, so you can lean forward, or lean sideways. But right. if, you, if you have it clipped in the front, then you're like, there's nothing there. Yeah. You just, I don't know. Not really sure. I mean, I never had instructions on it, but I kind of, I've been using scared. it to sleep on my side, like yeah. lean my head sideways, or if I'm in a
2: like a window seat kind of against the window and have a little bit of cushion. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. So, I mean, man, we're excited to, um, you know, see you go back, to see family and stuff like yeah, that. That's yeah. definitely exciting. That's, um, that's dope. I'm also feel, sad though. Yeah, You're not I'm gonna, gonna be, be too here selfish. for. Not, yeah. It's
0: bittersweet. Yeah, it's bittersweet. You're not gonna be here for some time. But, but can
1: you bring back a souvenir or something? Like I'm well, not you won't, sure. Man. I'm not really sure. What's yeah. the, What's Lebanon known for? Bring like, back some of those multiple uh, things. Uh, bring back some of those
0: sweets that y'all brought back last time. Oh yeah. So oh.
2: in Lebanon, it's and most other areas of the world, it's called baklava. But because of the way that we pronounce those letters, it's batlewa. And so I'll, I can bring back some balewa.
0: Bring back some balewa. Right. Bruh. That balewa you
2: brought. <laughs> you and your brother. Yeah, it goes. That's definitely one of the things I usually bring. Oh, okay. It Comes in a nice tin, hermetically sealed or whatever. Well, like is that like,
1: what Lebanon? Like for instance, like Canada is known for what maple syrup. You yeah. know. So like, what is is that?
2: Lebanon's known for multiple
1: things. Oh, Okay. Um, so it's not like one particular thing. Well, because Canada is
2: relatively young compared to Lebanon. Lebanon's like we're talking three, 4,000 years old. Yeah. No, least. I'll just use an example. So, I don't know how to, Jesus times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're talking before Jesus easily. Um, so easy. like for instance, the cedar trees in Lebanon are unique. That specific brand of cedar that they have there is, is unique. And so, I mean, I don't know what I would bring related to the cedars, but you'll see that like maybe
1: cedar honey, like the there's uh, honey okay. that's produced by the cedar. I mean, cedar, you can just bring a, a saying, piece of tree back and just put it in your pocket. I can't. It's yeah. illegal. It's illegal.
2: Yeah, they, wow. they're, they're historic those oh, reserves. Okay. and so in fact, like I said, so the cedar trees in Lebanon are so unique that they have tried to transplant them and regrow those groves in other countries and it, it can't be done. Doesn't, wow. So the only ones left in the mountains are being protected to you know a, a serious degree. yeah And so you can't the only way that you can attain Lebanese cedar wood, is if they have to saw off a branch for the roads, like if there's one creeping over the roads in a Mm. dangerous way, they'll come through and saw off a branch that way. Or sometimes they'll, the trees only die if they get struck by lightning or they're cut down. They can't die from natural causes, which is why we have trees, cedar trees in Lebanon. I've visited them multiple times. Photos of me, Standing in front of uh, three thousand plus year old trees, yeah. wow. legitimately, and they're huge, but anyway, wow. so I can't yeah. bring you any cedar wood, but I can bring you butlaywa, and I can bring uh, we're not trying to get him to go things. to jail some, <laughs> some cedar cologne or something. You know? They do have uh, the cedar. What keeps the cedars alive is the the oil that they produce mm. is a natural uh, bug repellent and killer. So
1: oh, okay. there there is a very specific kind of fragrance. Yeah. Well. Oh, I just just had a lesson right there. That was was nice. Um, And so real quick, guys, just want you guys to, um, I know on Spotify, there's a lot of Q&As. We have Q&As every episode. Um, So definitely respond. And the one from last week was, how do you handle rejection without letting it affect your Mm self-worth? So, um, and like I said, you can go back to any of those uh, episodes and respond to those Q&As. There's no like, Expiration date, but we'd love to hear from you guys with that. Um, we'd love to
2: feature you guys. Yeah. As a yeah. Plus, um, you know? Shout out. If you, if you respond, we will bring it up, you know, name drop you. That is, so. that is,
0: that is facts. We will, we, we, we love those moments. Yeah. I mean, speaking, I mean, speaking for myself, I love those moments because it's like, it's not just us yeah. talking, it's the people yeah. have some, some things to say. So definitely answer those QA questions because it'll spark some conversation.
1: Yeah. And, um, where we are, where are we with the subscribers? We're like, at 75, 92. Uh, well, subscribers 35, specifically. 92. 35, 92. <laughs> 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 we're we different, yeah, different numbers. <laughs> we got
0: oh, 92. Said,
1: <laughs> you said we're at 97.
2: So we've got well, three more. So We need three more. We would love for you to subscribe specifically on Spotify or whatever your streaming platform is of choice Apple so that you get notified. Yeah. We're, we're saving that. We're, I'm, I'm we're, kidding, I'm we're kidding. pinning that conversation. I'm <laughs> kidding. Let's, let's go to- let's We go already to, had a contentious conversation that, about revenue. We'll we'll get back yeah.
0: to that one. We got. I need some time to cool off. Yeah, <laughs> you need some time to cool off. I was getting teamed up. <laughs> That's true.
1: But yeah, we're we're almost pretty close to that um, ad share. So if you go on Spotify, share with your friends, so we can get that ad share. That'd be cool. Hmm. You guys, what, what that means is you start hearing us advertise for Spotify, which be something different. And kind of cool for us because it'd be like a another milestone. So yeah, um, so that's all I got. I definitely extended that, but I mean, they call me Extra D, so extra Pause extra. That read,
0: read all just about stop. it. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. They call you just stop. And
2: just ha- stop. hashtag just stop. <laughs> oh, you, didn't you say that? One, yeah, you did.
1: did. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm doing. That, 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 that was the first him.
0: episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first couple of episodes. That's why I'm using his own hashtag against him (laughs) in this very moment.
1: I just blocked it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the announcements. Um, And Danny, man, um, man, I hope everything, travel and all that good stuff would be um, smooth sailing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And man, dude, have fun out there. I mean, enjoy that. I may, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not out going there. out there. <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you said about that ticket and I was like, eh, no. Nah. I'm yeah, not going to pass for it and all that, but that ticket prices is no go. It's, yeah. it's getting untenable. But that will be on my travel list. How about that?
2: Yeah. Come yeah. through, man. Yeah. I'd love it.
1: Thanks for your well wishes.
2: Yeah. I'll, um, I mean, just as a uh, bit of vulnerability, you know, I'm taking this trip because, you know, as I've mentioned previously and as I'll continue to mention as we, record new episodes, you know, I'm just kind of in a phase where life is hard. And, um, I, I'm blessed with the opportunity to have somewhat of an escape, you know, a place to go that's detached from all the worries that I have here. So I'm taking that opportunity and I'm going to be focusing on spending three months, just, um, recuperating, resting, you know, I was reminded of, and I won't derail too long, but, um, my dad's been talking to me about First Kings 19, story of Elijah. He's being chased down by Jezebel. You know she's out to kill him. He's freaking out, and he just goes out into the wilderness. And he's met by an angel, angel of the Lord. And he spends 40 days and 40 nights just eating, walking, and sleeping. And that's all he does. And uh, that's kind of kind of where I'm at right now in life. Life feels pretty scary. I don't have a Jezebel, but I've got. Five, five to six other, yeah.
0: you know. I mean, metaphorical as right? Right, right? Right? Like I said, Elijah be hidden for you, bro. You be sharing a lot of Elijah stories. It's true.
2: I didn't <laughs> expect that, and maybe I do need to go back and reread his uh, his, his, his stories.
0: Price. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I feel like you just Elijah, Elijah, Ju- should Elijah be <laughs> And it's not
2: even. I'm not even. People are sharing those stories about Elijah in multiple, not the same person sharing. Yeah. You know, it's oh. just it's it's coming that way. So you're right. There there's something. There's some connection. Something to there. Wow. But anyway, I'm I'm gonna be resting, recuperating, come back with a plan for life and
0: well come I'm back there, empowered. I you hope see, so. Man. See how I did that? I because see how you now that, we're man. talking about empowerment yeah. today on today's episode. Um if you guys didn't know, we've we've sort of talked about a lot of <laughs> a lot of things that weren't empowerment, but we're talking about empowerment today. Um and so in honor of empowerment, who wants to pop the top? Well, I'll pour out.
2: Since I was already uh kind of on that on that kick on that, on
0: that kick, yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like you were, I was, you were ready, rearing up for yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And, I feel like yeah. you're gearing up. That's why I had to, you know, thank you, hit man. that swift transition, little
1: foreshadowing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're yeah. Really looking out. Go ahead and pour out. All right, man. Well, here's what I got to pour out. um So I'll talk about a little bit of my experiences feeling unempowered uh, later in the episode, I think, but really one of the things that I wanted to talk about first was how I've kind of determined, at least in my own mind, that there's a distinct definitional difference between being strengthened and being empowered. And part of the reason that I've kind of developed that idea is because biblically, I think there's a lot of evidence to demonstrate that God will always strengthen us. But empowered to me feels like a higher level of being like, unburdened to go out and do something amazing. And sometimes life's not like that.
0: It's like next level.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cause right now it's kind of hard. It's like, I'm not feeling very empowered in life right now. I'm feeling like I'm just surviving. (laughs) Like I'm just crawling. You know, I've got a weight on my chest. Like I have enough strength to muster up a crawl, but Mm. not enough to run. Mm. Empowerment is running. Strengthened is crawling. And so, I looked it up. Uh, Oxford Dictionary defines empowerment as, um, or to empower rather, to make someone stronger or more confident, especially in controlling their life or claiming their rights. So I'm not really going to talk about the claiming the rights part, but but the idea of being unshackled, being enfranchised, being um, being given the power
0: to take control, um, like uh, almost kind of like the the line from the poem invictus like i'm the captain of my faith i'm the author of, wait, hold on i'm the captain of my ship okay i'm the author of hold on. i feel like i'm i'm butchering that pull that up i'll pull I'm, that up.
2: I'll talk a little bit more because i'm yeah, curious yeah. I, I don't know that poem yeah. or at least maybe i do but i don't recall it but anyway so i mean like from the bible i mean we get passages like in um i mean second corinthians is a great example because paul is talking about um like the thorn in the flesh that he was given and how he was Buffeted by this messenger of Satan, you know, likely this, this demonic presence that was just constantly hitting him in some way. And he's crying out to the Lord, like, you know, all right, it's time for you to, 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 to lift this off me. And God responds, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my grace is enough. You can, you can handle that. You can handle it. And so that to me is a good illustration of, um, and, and that's where Paul directly goes into like, Um, the power of Christ rests upon me. I take pleasure in everything, you know, whether it's infirmities or reproaches or persecutions or whatever for when I am weak, I am strong. So there's a level of being strengthened, um, to, to keep going. God's grace is sufficient to keep going, you know? And, and then Paul brings it up again, the same idea in uh, Philippians when he says, um, I've learned to be content in everything, no matter what state I'm in, this is Philippians four. And, uh, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of this definition of being strengthened, which is distinct from being empowered. I think there's a couple of instances, especially in the Old Testament, where I think of like empowerment, like in Ecclesiastes, two are better than one. Because when one falls, um, they they have someone to lift them up. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, because he's he doesn't have anybody. mm mm-hmm. And uh, that I think it would still be fair to say that, that that person can be strengthened because the Lord is there, always giving them what they need to keep going. But to say that that person is empowered is not fair. You know That person's alone. And uh, sometimes that's where we are in life, where you know, we don't have the community or the people. And for me, that is where it really comes down to i felt very much like my support systems dispersed and I'm having to rebuild it from scratch which is fine. But in the meantime, I'm dealing with, uh, feeling alone, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling like I'm falling down and there's not people around me close enough to pick me up regularly. And, and life is hard in that state. Yeah. Um, I think that's why, uh, I think that's why Eve exists, you know, from Genesis going all the way back. It's not good for God's words, not mine <laughs> God's words this not this is not good, yeah, this is not good,, yeah. which is really interesting. I always bring this up like when people talk about um a relationship with God and learning how to exist contently with just him, even when others aren't there, I was kind of uh like cock my eyebrow a little bit because it's kind of like, well, yes. I think that like Paul, I can learn to be content in that space and understand that I am strengthened throughout those seasons of life when I'm alone mm-hmm. and I have only God because that happens. Yeah. You know? And I think it's unavoidable, especially for those of us who pursue Christ with our heart, we're promised a life like him and Jesus was abandoned <laughs> by his best friends sure. you know, at times. So, um, but, but I mean, this... God's I mean one of the earliest messages we learn in scripture all the way this is the second chapter of the first book in all of in all of the bible is where we learn God saying this is not good mm-hmm. that man doesn't have more humans to to be with him you know yeah.
0: cuz that's where I feel like that's where you're saying that that strength and empowerment comes from yeah you know what I mean i feel like you can you get that more empowerment from others uh, around you, from your community, that like empowers you to be like, hey, like this is the direction that you should go into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, empowering you, being like, hey, I see this sort of thing that you have in you. Like, go for that because I see the the fruits of that. Yeah. It's you know you can see it in yourself, but sometimes it's better to see it, have it when your community around you, and to say like, man, I see the gifts and talents that you have. Run for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and also like I'll be right there to continue to like strengthen you in that. Um, because it's like, it's going to be needed. Yeah. Um, just kind of, you know, the Lord empowered, I mean, another, you know, sort of story. It's like the Lord empowered Moses to, you know, set his people free. Yeah. But in order for him to do that, he needed his brother, he needed Aaron Aaron, to surround him and to continue to strengthen him, even though he was already empowered to do what he needed to do. I don't think he would have been able to do that alone, you Mm. know, because it was just, it was a, it's a, it's a huge task. You're setting thousands of Upon thousands of people who've been enslaved for, you know, 400 plus years. And it's
2: not that really that big of a task.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like it. Where's the key? Uh, I found it. Yeah, you're
1: right. That's yeah, a good, yeah. So yeah, it's good like, example. it's,
0: it's, uh, it, and it's, and it kind of goes like you said, it's just like, man, it's not good to be alone because when we are alone or when we're by ourselves, we oftentimes can talk ourselves out of moments where the Lord wants to empower us to do something that is right where we need to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because again, it's like, like you said, it's just, that's sort of all those stories. I mean, even even then it's like, he empowered Adam to, you know, be able to uh, run, you know, the garden yeah. and to, to have dominion over all those different things. Mm. But I think he needed that added piece of somebody else that's there too, to continue to like to strengthen him with the, the gifts that he's giving him. You know what I mean? It's, 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 yeah. a, it's, it's, you need that in order to, to, to move. I feel like you need that in order to move to that next level, which is like you said, like you can be strengthened, but you need that, that next push from yeah. your community and from the people around you to then feel empowered.
2: And that's kind of where I'm going ultimately with my, concept of empowerment is that community healthy community is is what empowerment really is you know it's like like you just mentioned the way that the way that the lord empowered adam to go do this momentous task of taking care of this garden was by providing a helper you know to to help carry that load so that he is not fully weighed down with the, the burden of that alone, but that he's sharing it with someone and has some, you know, range of motion, so yeah. to speak, some freedom, some there, his load's been lightened enough to where he can go. He has energy and mental capacity to 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 do those things, you mm-hmm. know. And so, community is really kind of one of those things I've been thinking about. When I keep thinking about empowerment, I keep going back to that idea of if if being Unempowered, so to speak, is being weighed down. What in life lifts that burden that we have? And it's, for me, I keep coming back, it's people. It's other people who carry the
0: load with us, you know? No, that's facts.
1: Yeah, it's the, I mean, it's the iron sharpened iron, Um, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think, like you said, just the people. And I think, um, I mean, I guess when you start getting real technical, it's like the certain people too, you know, where you got people that are you know, seminary school guys that can really kind of get you into deeper, or you know, you got those those friends, those people that are, hey, bro, let's just go, you know. Um, and so, just having those different types of people too in your life, you know, like for me, I was a uh, my favorite verse is that James one twenty two, mm. uh, just being doers of the words and not hearers only. But right. I I was great at doing like like mission trip, like, hey, let's go do it. But then it's like can we kind of miss up on that that second part of hearing you know mm. um and then even just like the the next verse you know so um you know I, and I think a little verse bible reading tip I always read those the the verse before and the verse after because there's a there's a big context yeah. in there I mean obviously the whole book but that before and after kind of gives you a good little chunk of it but um yeah I mean I think it is that Um, that part where you need those people to sharpen you. Um, And it could be any sort of ways, you know? And I think that's where you talk about community, you talk about just people in general. And I mean, man, I just look back at my life as a teenager and just like the youth group and just those, you know, just like, man, like what would youth group be like if I was there by myself? (laughs) It would be youth group, it would just be youth <laughs> a youth a youth a youth <laughs> so but even just thinking like and this is probably just super crazy Think about just being alone in the world like literally you know and it's mm. just like you can do I mean for I think a little bit it'd be fun right but then after a while you're just like yeah it's like crickets you know so Castaway um, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know Wilson <laughs> yeah
2: did you ever find uh that poetry oh
0: yeah, yeah i did it was uh i'm the master of my fate i'm the captain of my soul It was like ending of mm. Invictus, the invictus poem where he's mm. you know they're faced with death and trying to have the courage to be faced with all the different things yeah and to sort of take control of the situation even though it's like daunting yeah but um because again i mean I, I don't i don't you know disagree with you in terms of the the fact that you need community because i feel like community and empowerment go hand in hand um even though you can have individual empowerment you can empower yourself to to sort of get there but i think it it's more effective doing
2: it mm. community com, communally i'm curious how, how how do you envision empowering yourself like what does that look like for you
0: i mean just like you know the your daily kind of like affirmations that you like would say to yourself or give to yourself in, in a certain way to where you're sort of empowering yourself to 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 have the the right mindset because if you don't have the right mindset mm-hmm. then anything that anybody else says to you you're not going to you're not going to be able to, to receive it well. And so I think there's a level of giving yourself the right tools to empower yourself to say hey, okay, I'm going to reframe my mental, I'm going to be able to um, Hear what the other people are are trying to to tell me. That's going to help me get to where I want to go, or see the giftings in, inside of me and help me push me to where I want to be. Mm. Um, but if I don't do the the necessary work that I need to in order to get myself in that position to hear them, then you know I won't I won't be able to move in the right direction accordingly. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I think there's there's that small piece that you can empower yourself. But I think on a larger scale, when it comes to, you know, the the, the the more, I mean, ambiguous things that we try to do, I think you need that community and a healthy community to continue to, to empower you and continue to strengthen you. Um, but I think it starts by empowering your, yourself mentally and started getting that, like we talked about last podcast, getting yourself on the right foundation, getting yourself on a stable yeah, ground in order for you to to move to that next level, to begin to to receive those, those moments.
2: Experientially, I've been thinking as you just spoke that it reminded me of, uh, the conversation we had in the very first episode mm-hmm. of Unbottled where we were with E and we were talking about some of our hopes and vision for what this podcast would be for us personally. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember that we talked briefly about the idea of just having regular communication with each other to be, to act as that frame of objectivity. Right. You know, because I'm thinking it's true that what we have the ability to like, you use the phrase massage words Mm -hmm. over ourselves, like uh, a form of meditation, you know um, where we're kind of affirming ourselves in different ways. And I think that's true. And I, but I also realize, at least in my own experience, it's it's been hard to do that at some point when I'm in isolation. For sure. Because my shame is stronger than me a lot of times. Yeah. I, I get overcome by these this framework, this mental framework that I have of getting caught in these traps that I don't even see for what they are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which is where community is quite helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: No, yeah. I, I agree. I think like I said, it's a it's a healthy balance. You know, you can't because, like you said, those pitfalls that you do have—that's where that community comes in to strengthen you, to sort of be able to move mm-hmm. in that direction. To where, when you do get derailed by your own sort of thoughts, yeah, it, they're able to combat those. Not only, hopefully, speaking, you know, truth by the word, um, but then also just coming to you and being like, "Hey, like, bro, you—you you, you do have the the power to do this, and you do have the the strength to get through this." And I'm 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 telling you you do because I see the giftings and the things that are around you that you that you have it. You know what I mean? Don't believe the lies that you are telling yourself, like, oh man, I, I can't mm-hmm. I can't face this. And it's like, no, you can. And like I said, that's where that community comes to you to be able to to work through those things. Um, mm-hmm. and that's that it's like the added, you know, the added bonus um,
1: to that. And I mean, when I think about that question, when Jordan was talking the first time I think about soldier you know like when you first start um, that process you're by yourself you know the training and I guess the training you know you are with people but I'm just thinking like that aspect of like by yourself moments mm-hmm. um, and doing those things that you need to do to prepare um, the physical I mean for sure the mental I mean I, I can't even imagine just thinking about going to war mm-hmm. you know just that what, what they have to uh, endure with that mindset um, but just those whatever those steps are you know and it's kind of the same thing with community and just you but like we are those soldiers and there's things that we have to do in our isolation to help us to actually be a help in a healthy community you know so it's the same as a soldier like there's things that 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 soldier has to do individually because if he just you know never works out or never does the things to, you know, help him for battle. Mm-hmm. He goes into this battle and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, there are those um, inherent moments where you there's things that you as, as a person have to do that would make that community even um, stronger. And one of those things too is like, some communities you got to ask that question, hey, am I giving or am I taking? You mm-hmm. know, like if I, hey, help me, 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 me. But you never give, give, give. So that's another thing too, where it's like, hey, um, because I don't know who said it, but communities—you don't find it, you build it. You know, mm. um, I'm not sure who said that, but you know, so it's one of those things where you just like you build that. So in those, in that, in that instance of building something, even like as a soldier, like what what do we do to make this a bond where we can win this battle or win this war? So yeah. Um, mm. And most of those people that's going to battle, or maybe forced, or shoot. Hey, I want to fight for my country. So there's some kind of, you know, um, allegiance or some kind of. They got the same vision. So, um, right. But I don't know. I just think of that like that soldier aspect of like going to war, or preparing for war, and it's not watching TV and eating snacks and sleeping all day. Like there's there's one, two, three, four, or whatever. Things that we need to do to prepare, and then you got the community, you, the 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 group, the the soldiers all come together, and then you had that captain or that commander. So I mean, I think they all kind of when you to that question, it's like there's some things that you got to do, but you know, you also there's something you got to bring to that community too, because mm. what's like in sports, you know, if we all if we if one person fail, we all fail. So. Mm-hmm.
2: I kind of I'm I'm as you were talking I'm kind of thinking like it's it's hard it's like a maybe a chicken or egg kind of thing yeah mm. like because as you're in a healthy mindset individually doing the work that you need to do that only you can do yourself mm-hmm. you start to become able to contribute to your community in a healthy better way right but also it's hard to get there, if you don't have a good community that's encouraging you in the right way, yeah. so it's <laughs> it's one yeah, of those yeah. feedback loops where it's kind of like, you know, it's uh, they're they're contributing to each other, and it's 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 you need both,
1: yeah, yeah. And most of the time, I mean, with those community things, sometimes it's just the simplest fact of just showing up. You know, like mm-hmm. no matter where you are, just show up, and yeah. that's one of the ways you can kind of go up. You know, I mean, you look at like, I mean, we talked about recovery, but Mm-hmm. You know, it was like sometimes it's just, Hey, I'm here. Like I got a lot of things going on, but I'm here. And that's, that's the first step of just being present, you know? So
2: I had a really uh, enlightening conversation with my uh, friend, Michael. Um, and one of the way that he phrased that concept, which was fun for me to hear. Um, he said, he calls that making the approach, mm-hmm. you know? And I, because when we were talking, I was using the phraseology of just like showing up, showing up and he, he used that. And I've, I asked him if I could steal that because I liked the way that that was phrased, you know, just making the approach, you know, with God, with others. Cause I I often get stuck in that mindset of um, wanting to, like having expectations about, you know, what I could do or what I can get out of a situation or trying to prepare myself. I think that's my anxiety just, at the deepest level, always yeah. wanting to be prepared for what's next instead of just trusting God. And like, I'm, I'm showing up, I'm making the approach. Yeah. I don't know what's coming out of this experience. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting you. And every time I do that, you know, I'm amazed like with my support raising, for instance, this last year, going into meetings with people that I haven't seen in 15 years. And I don't know what they're going to, how they're going to take me asking them for money, essentially what right. it is, yeah. you know, or how they're going to deal with all this, you know, um, and what I've noticed you know, in my own personal experiences is when i just when I showed up um when I made that approach and just trusted the results to to God, whatever they were gonna be, I was often shocked with how things worked out, you know, yeah yeah,
0: but, so that's like like you said that's just that that small bit of you know even taking that small step of empowering yourself to even do that, mm-hmm. you saw the added benefits of reaping you know what I mean the 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 people you haven't talked to in 15 years. It's like even just making that approach, the small step of like telling yourself, "Okay, I'm going to make this approach. Whatever happens, happens." Yeah. But I'm empowering myself to get to that place to even just make that, make the small, the small approach. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just it, like you said. It's you know what comes first, chicken or egg. But I think it's just like Steve just reminded me
2: yeah. about the importance of making the approach, yeah. which yeah. is that good community aspect. So but it's you're like, right. But it's, it's like you know, yeah.
0: it, it's. I, and like I said, I mean, I, I think it could start as like, what is what is making my approach? Whether it's you know, in the in the positive light of like, is it making my approach to help build my community now that I'm in a healthy place, or if I'm not in a healthy place, making the approach to lean on my community? You know what I mean? To ask to to be vulnerable.
1: Mm-hmm. What does
0: that look like for me to empower myself to to be vulnerable to the people that are around me so that they can help me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where where I'm where I'm where I am or the places that I've been um, because I think it it can work twofold. Um, And so, like I said, like you said, it's like, you know, when soldiers go into battle and people go into battle, it's like they have all the tools that that they got through training themselves, but like now they're empowered to go to war. And now they have to either rely on their brothers around them to then help them get to that place to help, you know, facilitate that Mm -hmm. or they don't you know, Um, and then you get to a place to where you have all the right necessary tools, the, you know, you went through basic training, they've empowered you to be able to use all these different tools, but you're not using them. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, are you going to make the approach or not? Um, Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, man, Like I I, I really feel, feel, feel strongly about that, you know, just starting out, making, making the approach and what, and what that looks like for, for each individual, you know, in each individual situation. And
1: real quick, when you just talking, I don't, I don't know why, but I was thinking about what kind of empowerment Abraham was going through. Mm. And I'm saying, like, sure, it's empowerment because God told him to go. But as a human, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know this is God calling, but like, you know, just right, right, right. right. And then just to take his son up there and be like, all right, you know, and just. <laughs> And like, and I think um, that the episode we talked with with Greg about um, the temptations and stuff that Jesus had. Yes, right. And like, I'm not saying the temptations, but it's just like, it's just cool how like the Bible shows, like even at uh, Abraham with this empowerment and the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not the same, but just seeing like so dramatic though. like, as we read it, we're like, well, I would never do that, like. But then like our, our empowerments are, you know, obviously like not as crazy as that, but yet the same, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's literally a parable, but you know, I'm just like, when I was talking, I was like, man, that boy, Abraham was going through some, some empowerment stuff, but it was like, I'm just going to say it. There's ever such thing as a negative empowerment, right? Like I'm not sure what the right word is for Abraham, but it was like, there's an empowerment, right? But it was kind of negative. Cause like, I'm about to sacrifice my only son, you know? And mm. but it's it's God's calling, you know. And so I don't know. I was just thinking about that when y'all was talking. Like, man, he took some massive empowerment to even just have faith to be like, all right, mm. you know. In the nick of time, whoa, 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 you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what y'all thoughts of that, but that was just like popped in my brain because, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, it's a good question. I mean, the,
2: the, in those stories, not a lot elaborated on like, it's some of those stories that we have are told in like two sentences. (laughs) We don't realize it, you know, but, but that one, you know, it is interesting to think about, you know, what was encouraging Abraham to move forward? Cause you're right. That is an incredibly daunting and uncertain thing to, to embark on, you know? Um, it requires great faith, but where does the faith come from? You know, yeah. where does the strength come from to take one more step up the mountain every, I think, every second? I
0: think it was the the trusting aspect. Like, like I'm, empower, I'm empowering you to trust me. So I'm empowering you as you walk up this mountain. You're going to continue to just trust me that everything is going to work out. And so I think as you continue to take each step it's like, all right, Lord, like, I don't know the answers to these questions of like, what's going to happen when I go up this mountain. I might literally have to sacrifice my son, Mm -hmm. but I trust you that you have a plan for this. And so like the empowerment comes in of him being able to to, to walk through that, I think is just at the base level of like, just trusting in what the Lord had for him because it's like, you've already sort of, you've already shown me by me even having a son at this point, at my age yeah, mm. where 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 my trust is because you've already shown the fruits of that. So that's
2: interesting that you bring that so up. So it's
0: like, you've already shown that based on my, cause in my own sort of me, me trying to empower myself, mm. I went outside of what you, what you had and had yeah. a, had another child with, with somebody that you didn't want me to have <laughs> a, a child with. Cause yeah. that in my own brain, it's like, that's who I thought I was supposed to have one with.
2: I don't really blame him.
0: But exactly, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he took, he took the, the, like, Hey, he, you're going to be a father of many nations. He, he usurped control yeah, there. You usurped control and like went somewhere else. And right. outside of that came <laughs> the, 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 the wrong thing. And so it's like, man, like, how can you, I think it's ultimately like from a Christian standpoint, it's like, I trust in the Lord first mm. and what that plan looks like before I go out and go anywhere else. Because if I go out to anybody else in my community or, if I don't have the right community, I go just to anybody else. They're going to empower me to do something that might be the wrong thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They might give me the sort of answers that I'm looking for, but I go, I go just like Abraham did. I go do do the wrong thing, and now I'm outside of where I should be.
2: When I it feel comes like to you're touching on a brilliant point there that the the faith that Abraham needed to do to do that with um, his son is bred from previous times in his life when God came through, you know, and he's developed. And that kind of reminds me, I don't remember what episode I talked about it on, but like the idea that faith and belief is somewhat in our control and also somewhat like bred in us, you know, through God, you know, that um, that uh, it's like, I talk about it from my recovery experience that mm-hmm. the belief that I have that um, that I can trust others with the truth about who I am and what I do comes with taking a little step of faith at first to show up, make the approach so to speak in that, in that group and then continually experiencing the opposite of what I'm thinking will happen. Right. And so there's a, a belief that's kind of bred in me through that experience and I'm still taking control cause I'm showing up every week. I'm choosing to do that. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 core belief that I'm functioning by is being developed by my experiences. And I think the same could be said for Abraham, you know, and on all of the Bible characters that over time, God is demonstrating why he is trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And each time that happens, we're a little bit more empowered to do something next because that faith is bred in us from our past experiences of seeing the truth that God follows through, you know?
0: Like this, like this, the, I mean, the Great Commission, we're empowered to go out into the world and mm. preach the gospel. Do many of us do that, you know, on a daily basis? Because even though we have that empowerment inside of us, sometimes we don't, we don't trust our own giftings of like the things that we can and can't do. And so, like you said, we, we it, it, it boils down to the faith aspect, you know, um, in order for us to, to really like you said, to really have that empowerment, we have to have that faith at a base level. Mm. Like you said, many of the stories, another one that comes to mind is, you know, Peter mm. stepping outside of the boat. And it's like, what empowered him to even take the step outside of the boat? Him seeing Jesus and being like Jesus, asking him, come to me. Mm. But then, you know, when he started looking around <laughs> mm-hmm. at his circumstances and situations, which aka the storm, but he started to, to sink. Yeah, And then- what was jesus' response to him he gave little faith mm-hmm. because you you got so caught up in the the things around you the things that I was wanting to to see you do the miracle that I was that was happening mm-hmm. at, like you stopped it because you started getting surrounded by the the things around you and started to lose faith in what I called you to do you know what I mean yeah um but even from uh from that sort of other standpoint, like worldly standpoint, it's just like, you know, how the world can require some things of you that sometimes you just you feel like, man, I'm empowered to do X, Y, and Z, but should I do X, Y, and Z? You know, um,
2: it's interesting. You guys have both st- brought up the idea of this concept of negative empowerment or, or being empowered to yeah, do something wrong. Yeah, I mean, you wrong, you,
0: you have you know? the you have the. I mean, I feel like you have that sort of. That, that ability sometimes it can be negative like you are empowered to do certain things that you shouldn't necessarily do mm. um you know it's you know the world is like okay with you know um lack of better terms sex outside of marriage or things like that that mm. is just like you're empowered to do that go ahead because you know there isn't they any encourage it they, they encourage make, it make they, way they for make it. way for it yeah. you know it, it isn't frowned upon um but then there's a lot of damage that comes along with that right there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of potential storms that will come with that as you sort of go that way and be like yeah hey, i'm empowered to, to do what i want to do or i'm empowered to make my own decisions in my life okay cool but mm. there's consequences to that um and so, you know, I, I think you have to, and that's why I said it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You have to surround yourself with, build good community around you to where when you're saying like, hey, I'm, I feel like I'm empowered to do this. What do you guys think about that? Like getting that feedback. Cause again, feedback is important when it, comes to, when it comes to empowerment. It's like, I need to have that added feedback from my community around me saying, hey, this is a good direction. And we empower you to do that, to go this way. Or like, nah, bro, you need, to, <laughs> you need to chill on that, you know? Right. And you need to kind of wait or like sit on that for a minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and,
1: you know, I don't know. I was just thinking like the, the unempowered, because you said that um, in the beginning about being unempowered. Um being unempowered. And I think about Jonah, like my, he was not trying to go mm. where God wanted him to go, you know, right. but in that, in that whole mess, God was like, I got you. You still, you still going to come out where <laughs> where I wanted you to go. So, right. you know, it's and then like, I think it was talking about that last podcast where it was just like the trial and error, right? Like, Hey, don't, don't do this, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you how do you tell somebody to like experience life, but like don't oh, just do right. it deliberately, you yeah, know? Yeah, we did talk about that. So, how do but, you, yeah, yeah, guide more than, you know? Because there's a difference in like sinning or doing something as a mistake than deliberately doing something, you know? I right. think that's where the difference is. But yeah, you look at Jonah and it's just like, I don't feel <laughs> empowered. I feel a little bit unempowered. Right, um, yes, that's a you good know, example. It's, it's he was like, very fettered. Yeah, so and I think that in today's time, I think we, um, I think we talked about like, you know, questioning the Bible or questioning um, passion and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think even today's times just using Jonah's example, like God's still going to have his way. So like, man, like let those things come out because like you're human, right? But in, in the end of the day, God's going to be like, hey, I spit you out here where I wanted you to go, mm-hmm. but you chose a different detour, you know? And so, but yeah, those are those moments where, I mean, I, mean, I know for me, man, I just have some, some days where I just don't feel empowered to do, like you said, what I, maybe what I should do or what, you know, my community is advising me to do. Um Yeah. But I think like, I, and I'll say it again, you know, it's okay not to be okay, but it's, it gets, it gets tricky when it starts getting into years and, you know, mm. and stuff like that where it's like, okay, now you're just deliberately stuck in this, this rut or whatever that case may be. But, um I man just having that, I don't know, I think having that time to just, be unempowered for a moment and just to, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing in my head, but I think sometimes we do need to like, you know, step back and see, I don't know, maybe it's what we're missing or what we just never experienced or it is that, yeah. you know, trauma, trauma can get you there or, yeah, you know, depression or man, even just, just moods. I mean, we talked about it earlier about food, you know, maybe. I think it's okay. I think, I
2: think we need to understand that empowerment is not a given and it's not, we don't have to be, we don't have to be empowered or feel empowered all the time. And I think there's good biblical examples for that to, to encourage us. Like um, when any of the new Testament uh, apostles or uh, disciples, I mean, Paul is a a pivotal example of uh, being imprisoned, you know, it's like you're, his ministry s- slowed down a lot, you know, it, understandably, like he's not able to do as much as he used to do. And that that was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that was just the circumstances. And I think that God either orchestrates or allows these things to happen to us where there, are you know, I already mentioned, I don't like using the word seasons, but <laughs> it's applicable. There are yeah. seasons in our life, yeah, you yeah, know, for sure. phases, mm-hmm. phases in our life where, you know, we look one way or we look a different way. Or our circumstances are one way or the other. And, um, like you said, I mean, like it's that the, the, where, where we need to pay attention is how much of is how much of it is in our control yeah. when we're, when we're kind of low to the ground and how much of it is just what the cards that God has dealt us, you yeah. know, and uh, being able to discern those things is going to be helpful for us to, to be okay when we're not okay and understand that it's temporary. And also to take responsibility when we have the opportunity to take responsibility to start moving out of that place if we have the capability of doing so. But I'm curious, you know, um, in some of your earlier statements, you were talking about war and then you also mentioned sports. Um, I wondered if you had any ideas about how sports because i think when we talk about teams talk about band of brothers and war and you talk about i don't know for instance football or basketball teams like there's a lot of ideas of uh
0: you get the whole like coach coach to like you get the mentor to to athlete perspective where what we're talking about is kind of like it plays out you know you get the like you get the coach that's like kind of mentoring the athlete to get him to where he needs to be to ultimately give him the power empowering him to you know be the best that he can be um and so yeah yeah, yeah. uh one well, I mean one story that comes to mind my bad d is uh with coach carter um in that aspect with uh with him sort of coming in as a coach to this like lower end incit- like like inner city school mm. that most of them really sort of think that basketball is just like what's gonna make them famous and get them to where they wanna go and mm-hmm. and sort of um just empower them in the in the way that they're looking for of like, man, I'm gonna be the big doll on campus. I'm gonna be everything that I wanna be. And this is what's gonna get me there. Whether in his mind it's like, no, I'm trying to get you to understand that education is going to get you out of this place that you wanted to be. It's gonna give you the tools and I'm gonna trying to in, enrich you and empower you to, to understand that whether it's like and so just that whole story of like him doing that to 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 move to shift their brains into thinking man, this is like I, I have much more to offer the world than just my giftings and talents on a basketball court mm. like my giftings and talents can can go beyond the basketball court into the to into um into getting a scholarship and going to college because after the, after this after the season's done you know where is my life going to be you know where where like i look around and see more people you know all my friends go to prison and they're either on the streets doing x y and z and so where is my life going to be after this season and his mind was like no as coach Carter is like hey your life is can be beyond this and let me help you sort of guide you to that. Um, but I know you had a story about- uh, Yeah, well, Johnson. I mean,
1: just to respond to what you said, I mean, the, and the biggest thing with Coach Carter that I really liked was Coach Carter went to school there. So it's yeah. like, hey, I've been here. Like I've done this, you know? Yeah. And so it kind of goes into that, like what you're saying, where it's like, like I guess for me, what I always struggled with me with empowerment was what do you what do you experience, right? And so like if the same thing Coach Carter didn't go to that school, those kids would have not, I mean, I also didn't respect them in the beginning, but yeah. you know, like, I think having that same shared experience kind of helps that empowerment, you know. Where, I mean, like, we look up to people that we have, um, you know, like-minded stuff. Like, mm-hmm. okay, they've been through that. Mm-hmm. All right, I can listen to them, or I can, you know. So that was one of the cool things about that too, because like he went to school there. I mean, he, his name was on the banner, yeah. And
0: so, I mean, at first they didn't—they didn't respect them yeah, at I mean, all. they didn't respect yeah, him at all. I mean, you can see that even with, you know. Cruz is like one of the main characters of the story. That's just like his point of contention. And so like one of the, my fam- one of my famous lines or funniest lines that I like is when they're winning, you know, and one of his things is like, hey, I want to create winners, you know, the, the, the losing's over, basically trying to reframe their mind of like, you're not just a, because they were, one, they were a sucky team, but mm-hmm. two, it was just like, I'm coming here to reframe your mind of like basketball isn't everything and I want you to win at life. Mm-hmm. But their mindset was like, oh, now we're winners. And so Cruz's line is like, they end up going to this party. Long story short, they get, they get found out. They go on the bus. And he's just like, man, like all y'all are doing right now, y'all just, y'all are ruining y'all chances. Y'all like, like basically like ghetto hoop stars. Just like, you know, now that y'all made it to the pinnacle of everything, y'all are like thinking y'all, you know, the hottest. And he's like, that's not it. And then Cruz is like, but coach, we're winners. Isn't that what you wanted? Mm. He's like, we just want, we just want state. And coach is like, he didn't say nothing. And then he gets off the bus and he's just like, all right, now I'm understanding where their mental capacity is. So what I'm about to do, I'm about to lock this gym and I'm just going to lock them out of something that they think that they're finding finding value in now. And it's like, no, I want you to find value in what I've been trying to get you to understand that you want to win at life, not just win on this basketball court, as Mm -hmm. I've been trying to refrain your mind. You know what I mean? And so like Mm -hmm. you said, just like, there's a, you know, bigger ultimate message that you know you're trying to get to. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, what what I have, and I mean, this is, I mean, I don't know, did y'all watch a lot of the Christian um, movies back in the day? I like did. Facing the Giants, Flywheel. I watched. I watched Facing the Giants. Um, um what well, it was another movie with uh, war room it's kind of like oh i've i've heard of yeah, it was just, like, I mean, facing the giants the only one Fire, yeah.
0: fireproof is another yeah movie.
1: fireproof it yeah. just i mean they were definitely the, acting oh, wasn't <laughs> acting was acting not the was, best it was yeah. all you had to just dive into the story cuz yeah. the acting wasn't it but um they you know tried. they did yeah, i mean <laughs> <laughs> they had a they had a good run i yeah. mean um but you know I, what when I, when I was kind of just prepping for this and my first thought was like that um, that scene in Facing the Giants and it kind of mixes in with the empowerment and empowerment because one of the leaders, um, well, he, I mean, he didn't really consider himself a leader. He just, you know, just, you know, great player, just yeah. thinking, you know, and there was a point where they was on the field and so I guess they're playing, playing this team and he's like, oh, we're going to lose. Um, and the coach just kind of brought him out and the what was it? Was it bear crawl? Yeah. Was the coach,
0: it... so, the, so like the coach brings him out onto the field and like I said, he's he's more in like the bigger faces of the team. So like everybody's kind of looking at him. He's like one of the stars of the team. And so his mindset going into the game that they're about to go, he's like, we're about to lose. And like DeMarcus said, the coach was like, okay. So he's like, I got to, he's like, come out, come out here. So he brings him out to the field and he's like, so how far do you think you could go uh, bear crawling? And he's like, uh, I can probably go to 50 yards, and he's like, "Well, uh, with uh, one of his teammates on his back, he's like, I probably can go to 50 yards." And he's like, "Okay, let's test this theory." Like, and he's like, "Right now, he's like, yeah." So he puts him on his back, he blindfolds him, um, and they they just start going, and they're like walking and walking, um, and he keeps going, and then he's going, and then at at what I would probably say when he's starting to to feel like he's there, he's like, I should be at the 50 by now. And you can keep, continue to keep going D. Yeah, like, I mean, and right so ways. just to kind of
1: break it down, I mean, so with the empowerment was, you know, his his thought process, but then um, as he's going, you know, I mean, the blindfold was another boundary. So what I'm getting at is like, sometimes we need the boundaries and empowerment. Yeah. So he blindfolded him to not let him give up when he thought he was, you know, done. Um, and so, as he's going, like, this coach is going ham, like, just yet, just encouraging him to the, let's say, the highest degree. And, you know, this kid surpasses the 15. I mean, at the end of it, um, he's he's in the goal, he's at the goal line. And he just, and the coach is like, hey, like, you're the leader of this team. Like, they look up to you. Um, you know, you have this in the kit. You have the power. Like, yeah, you, you
0: have the power. When you say that, you like, you can't give me more you're telling yourself something that you, you're, you're lying to yourself because you can. And I need you in order for the other people to, to believe, in order for the other people to know that they have more to give. I need you to believe that because if you don't, they're not going to believe it. Mm. And so I, because you're the leader of this team, I need you to have the ability to to say like, hey, we, we have the abilities and the skills to, to to do this. You know what I mean? I can't look like you said the blindfold was that barrier. I can't look at the outside circumstances because, like, like I was saying before, as he was getting closer to that fifty-yard line that he thought he was at, he wasn't there. He was much further mm-hmm. than where he thought he was at. Um, and the coach was asking him for more, and he was like, "I can't give you any more." But he was like, "No, you can." And he kept giving him more and more until he got, like you said, to that goal line and yeah. realized, "Man, I, I'm I'm in the end zone now. Like I've made it to my destination," and I. And I doubted myself to only think that I could get so far, but I have one, I have my coaches and the people that are, that are going to support me to get to me to that level. Cause I I don't think that he would have been able to get there had his coach not been right there. Like he said, by by, by his side, like, you know, coaching him and being like, no, you got more you got more in the tank, I need it. I, I need, there's more. And like you said, what we talked about earlier with our community, it's like our community is there to be like, no, you got more left in the tank. Like it ain't, it ain't over, you know, just because you got it like, or for me examples, like just because the relationship didn't work out or just because the job didn't work out. No, you have more left in the tank to get to where you want to go to. Like you just have to trust and believe that the outside, don't look at the outside circumstances. Trust and believe that when you get there, you're gonna to get to the end zone, you know, um, and so just having that sort of added piece that is that is coaching you along the way, getting you to where you're you're at, I think is just a huge, huge thing that sports sort of gives um, in that in that lane, and just in the, like you said, just in that sort of sports lane, it's like when you have that coach mentorship happening, um, you have to rely on your coach. And you have, then just as much they rely on you, you rely on them for for the strength to get you to where you want to go. Um, and I think that's something that we have to look at when we look at our lives. It's like, do we have do we have mentors in our life? Like, are we do we have mentors that are in our life that are helping us, coaching us along the way, that are empowering us to be able to to get us to the place that we want to get to that God is leading us to get to do we have you know are we building a community that's that's pushing us to that or are we empowering ourselves to to lay to lay down to to give up to not move forward because like you said i mean we there's there's a good there's good ways that we can empower ourselves and there's negative ways it's like are we empowering ourselves to just like the market says lay down and and not, and not go anywhere even though um and I mean, when I mean lay down, I mean for for those long periods of time. You know what I mean? Like you said, there there is going to be short times where things don't work out in our in our favor. But what are we doing in that in that meantime? What are we? Who are we talking to? Like who are who are who are surrounding us? Who are we going to that is helping us get to the place that we want to get to?
2: Yeah, and I think as we're closing here, I just wanted to share, um, tagging onto that a little bit, and also just kind of opening up about my circumstances and being real Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been when I when I was prepping for this episode and thinking about my ideas of empowerment I was uh, meditating on my on on my life looking through kind of the last couple years and figuring out you know um, what I thought about the idea of empowerment and what I thought about what the opposite would be and I was thinking a lot about um how last year 2022 for me felt like an incredibly empowering year it's just a great year for me i really yeah. i really enjoyed it you know i was i was in a stable exciting relationship with a woman i loved and thought i was going to marry and i was running on a high after just having graduated with my bachelor's after eight years
0: you I know yeah. feeling empowered to have now you got it now you got a degree you know i got a degree and they, you know, that's what they say you know when they give you the degree they're like and all of the best is empowering like it was especially thing, special yeah. for
2: me because I dropped out so many times throughout eight years. I dealt with yeah. chronic health issues. I really, I moved halfway across the world and really believed I would never come back and finish yeah, this thing nice. I started. So, And there's
1: a statistic about that. Like most people don't, you know, mm-hmm. don't come back after they dropped out. So that's a, I mean, that's a big kudos to you, man. Congrats Thanks. on that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, with the relationship, with the the degree, I, with the p- plan and purpose for moving forward and starting a ministry and making incredible strides in my addiction recovery, getting over a year sober from porn and masturbation, which I hadn't had for 15 years since I first got hooked in middle school and making milestones and support raising. I mean, it's just, I could list, I could keep going. Like yeah. Last year was a great year for me. And when I mean empowered, that's kind of what I mean is I was looking at everything that was going on in my life. And I was realizing I felt very free. I was freed up to fly, to run, Mm -hmm. to to really go fast Mm -hmm. and in exciting directions. And so I felt very in control as compared to this year (laughs) where all of those things I've lost, you know, to some degree, you know, I, I haven't lost the degree that I earned at college. Um, I haven't lost all the strides I made in addiction, but there have been new challenges and relapses and um, the support network, the friends that I had, the relationship that I had, those are, are gone or at least lost, you know, the, the, the depth of intimacy or the relationships I had with some of those people, just life circumstances have separated us now. And um, my financial situation is struggling. My health issues that I was so happy about, uh, improving last year have kind of come back to haunt me this year and mental health is down. And, you know, so all of that to say is that this year I feel very unempowered, very low to the ground, uh, very burdened, I think would be an opposite. A good antonym for empowered is feeling burdened. And um, so, I mean, one of the, back to the thing that you just said before I got on that tangent was mm-hmm. I've been thinking about, what are ways that I can empower myself when mm-hmm. I'm low to the ground?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Cause maybe I can't make it happen overnight, mm-hmm. but there's, there's something that I can do to foster that empowerment returning. Right. Um, and for me, you did,
0: like, and, I, and like I said, I mean, in anybody who's ever been in those situations, it's like, you didn't lose, like you lost the empowerment when it comes to the, the big stage of, of life and the, and the things that you felt were empowering you to do to, to, to reach the next levels, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you got the degree now. You can start the the ministry and the relationship and all the different things because you feel more free and you have the environment. Mm-hmm. Now those things were lost doesn't mean the doesn't mean the the ability to empower yourself to get those things back are gone. It's just the ability to 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 now you have you have like you said you have those burdens and that weight. Mm-hmm. Now you have a little bit more added. Luggage to the wagon that you didn't much have anymore. You know what I mean? You had already, when you got to that one part of the year, you had already released those things from that wagon. And now when you're in this place, it's like, there's just a little bit more, (laughs) a little bit more added, added weight to that. Um, And I think, yeah, like you said, it's just like, you know, what are the next steps to getting you to that place to now, you're empowering yourself to, to help foster getting those things back that you're looking for.
2: You know? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, the, the way that I'm thinking about it is the first step is recognizing that I, I am in an unempowered state and that's okay. That life has slowed down for me and I am not capable of doing everything I was capable of doing last year and that this year is going to look different and that's okay. It's not going to be like that forever, but for the meantime, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing what I thought I was going to be doing or I'm not capable of doing um
1: what I want to be doing right now. Yeah. I mean and we're all trees like you said earlier but um we're all trees, right? We all have a seasons, I mean. And mm. so I mean the I mean we talk about Lebanon trees, those trees aren't the same all around, you know? So there's they change in season. So, so I think so do we. And like what you said is just Acknowledging and I was going to say like acknowledging that you're lost, you know, and I think that's the first step too, you know, Mm. or acknowledging that you lost something. And the NF has a song about that called loss. Um, And he was just talking about like just admitting that I'm lost, you know? And and, I mean, obviously it's so, so negative, but I mean, sometimes you got to admit that you're lost so you can be found. That's
0: I mean, to me that, that feels like an empowering statement that like you're recognizing that you're lost. Now what's the next step, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like we look at sort of things of, like you said, D, it's just like that sort of simple thing of like recognizing, hey, I'm, I'm lost right now. Like, now what am I going to do to foster me not being lost anymore or me not being in this situation that can compound itself if I'm not careful to years and years and years of me being lost because that's not what That's not what God wants. That's not what, you know, that's not what you want either. And and I'm not saying you, I'm just saying like you in the general sense of, you know, people in general. And I mean, even myself going through the loss of jobs and all these different things, it's like, I can, I can easily allow that self, that, that self-doubt and the self, you know, the burdens of all the things that are coming on me in, in, in adulthood to weigh me down. But I need to first recognize, okay, I'm lost. And, but I'm, I do have the power to, to be unlost, to, to, to find myself. And those, and those powering things that I can do is surrounding myself with good community, surrounding myself with those people that can, can help find me when I am, am lost, surrounding myself, you know, continuing to, like you said, to meditate on the word day and night. So that I'm able to move through the valley, the valley, you know? Um, and it's like, cause you know, that's the one thing. It's like, God didn't say that we're not going to go through valleys. It's just, we have to change our mindset when we're in the valley. You know, mm-hmm. we have to change our mindset when we're in the suffering and we can't look at the suffering as the end all be all, you know? And I think that's, that's how we have to, to look at those, those situations is to empower ourselves to, to recognize, okay, I'm in the situation. Now, what am I going to do? And not what am I going to do, but what can I do to foster improvement? And, you know, like I said, as as a believer, I think fostering really just understanding who God is, who God wants you to be, what the purpose that you have, you know, for your life. And then also just recognizing the ways that, you made a misstep in in your faith or, and I'm not saying faith in terms of like, you know, ultimately believing in who God is, but just faith in like believing and trusting in the plan, you know, for your life, not saying you (laughs) just, just in a, I keep saying you, but just in a general sense of of the you. Cause I I often think that, 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 ten, that tends to happen of, you know, we, we, we lose faith in our, in our, in the plan that God has for our life when it doesn't sort of line up mm. to what we think it should line up with less than being empowered to say, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that's the end all be all. Mm. Yeah. Cause I'm still. I'm still empowered to 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 in, even in my suffering be be a light to others, you know. And I think, I mean, going back to what we were saying about Paul being in prison, like I don't think <laughs> it's not very empowering to be in chains. No. But I think the power that he had was recognizing that he had the Lord that was with him and interceding for him, and and also like these chains don't mean that I'm I'm still free even though I'm 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 in chains. I'm still free even though I'm in I'm in I'm in a bondage situation. I'm in this situation and it sucks. But I'm still gonna recognize that I have the support of believers outside of here that are praying for me and I'm also gonna pray that the Lord intercedes. Mm-hmm. And even if he doesn't, I still take joy in that, you know? And the the chains will come off, which they did. And the doors opened, because they were, they recognized that the chains weren't binding them, you know, and that they 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 had all the power that they needed to get them to that place because God had given give that 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 power, you know. Um, so yeah. Mm.
2: Well, cool. I mean, that bottle seems pretty empty. Is there any last <laughs> drops that y'all want to get out?
1: I mean, uh, and you didn't get to talk about it, but I, I like this. Um, I think just kind of closing and just kind of, I guess kind of overall what we've kind of been talking about, um, but as, what you were going to talk about was the principle of synergy. And I think that's yeah. that's. I mean, that's kind of what we just kind of hit on without saying it, you know. Right. Um, so I think just closing out, man, that synergy, um, which Um, maybe we'll talk about that on the next bottle opener Um, but man just that principle of two people handling one task um, and two plus or one plus one is is a little bit more than two sometimes so um, and sometimes it is just um, maybe it's not a big community maybe it's just that one person that y'all can just rock with so um, somebody is better than nobody Mm -hmm. so but um, that's kind of my closing thoughts um I kind of feel like we kind of like this this should be like unbottled minus unpowered equals something you know <laughs> kind of more talked about you know really kind of hit like the un unpowered like not being motivated or you know so but mm. it's kind of like a, a sugar and a spice and everything nice a Little power prep girl mix <laughs> so but yeah that's kind of my closing on it um i mean in just, I mean, just being vulnerable and just, man, showing up and mm. just, you know, joining something. And if you don't like it, find something else, you know. I think it's one of those things we talked about last podcast is just failing fast. You know, you might go through a lot of different communities that you don't like, but just do it quickly and find the one. Mm. So, um, but that's my closing thoughts. Cool. Well,
2: I mean, uh as we, uh, flow out, I just wanted to reiterate that, um, we're not mental health experts and we don't claim to be, um, what we do claim to be is just a group of guys with some experiences and insights. We've all been through stuff and have learned some things that, um, have some stories to share. And, uh, we really enjoy Unbottled being a, a supplementary resource on your overall mental wellness. But if you're really struggling with something, um, please feel encouraged, f- feel empowered Facts. by us to to go reach out to somebody who can really help, um, who can spend that one-on-one time understanding you and your individual circumstances to Definitely. to help you work through something. And um, like I said, empowering, be empowered in the fact that, you know, we believe there's no shame in that. We believe that's a, a beautiful thing that we need to encourage uh, other men to be doing. Um, and so, women who... Happen to listen to our podcast as and well. women, yeah. yeah. I think in general. I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't want to make assumptions. I think women in general are feel a little bit more uh,
0: empowered to have community. Yeah, they, I, they I think they connect. Yeah. They there. Yeah, there's they there's.
2: Do. It's more okay for that. Um, but, but yeah, but just
0: empowered to talk to the right community. You know yes. I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so, of the podcast. That's topic the podcast. Right there. Yeah. So um, in closing, I mean, uh, we'd love if you would uh, follow us on our socials. Uh, like Jordan mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we've got Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Instagram.
0: All the face, except for Twitter. We ain't got no Twitter fingers. We ain't got no Twitter handle. <laughs> sorry for all the Twitter people I'm not sorry. <laughs> I just don't, I don't like to tweet. I don't, I don't yeah. See, um, yeah.
2: So go find us elsewhere, uh, elsewhere than Twitter. And uh, if you like anything that we've said in this episode, uh, please uh, share it with somebody. Um, who's maybe they're in a state of uh, feeling unempowered, feeling burdened or laid down and are looking for ways to foster that um, power again, that control in their life.
0: Yeah, they might be down, but they ain't out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and that that uh, Instagram is unbottled underscore pod, yep. if anybody's curious.
2: Yeah, you should find us on everything. Everything but Facebook is at unbottled underscore pod on facebook there's no underscore yeah um thanks for that b that's important oh yeah i'm just trying to shoot my shot and
1: empower (laughs) you to
2: so in closing um i already said in closing multiple times
0: i feel like i feel like uh you know what that reminds me of sorry we're gonna we're gonna close we're we're literally gonna leave yeah that reminds me of an old baptist like church that i used to go to uh, oftentimes with a black pastor be up there and, and they'd be like I'm about to close. I'm about to close. <laughs> 20 minutes later. I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Yeah. <laughs> so if y'all felt like that, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. We, we, uh, we brought up that, you know, old school Baptist yeah. preacher. We're about to, close. <laughs> like, we're about hey, to so close. Do you know what time the game is like? It's 2.30. <laughs> yeah. <Get off. laughs> so this very
2: last thing that I'll say is we want to hear from you. Um, so our Q&A for this episode is what can you do to regularly empower yourself and maintain forward momentum in life? And- Send that to us however you send it to us. Yeah. Email, voice message through Spotify, respond on our Instagram post when we post that on Wednesday, uh, right after this episode airs, talk to us. And uh, like I said, we'll we'd, we'll engage with you and we'd love to share your thoughts uh, on the next episode of Embottled. So other than that, guys, I mean, I think we're done. Yeah, I
0: think, think that bottle is poured out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got every last drop. Love you guys. Appreciate y'all for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.